ओम वेलकम टू योग फिलासफी एंड विजडम विथ राम व कलंका लेट एस बिगिन विथ ओपनिंग चैंड ओम सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्त सह वीर करवाहै तेजस्वी नवधीतमस्तुमाषाव ओम शांति 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 Recently I had the pleasure as well as the privilege of sitting down with a special person and talk to her about the connection between yoga and jyotisham or vedic astrology that special person is none other than swami sita ramananda ji of the shivananda yoga vedanta centers swami sita ramananda is a senior acharya of the international shivananda yoga vedanta centers and is the director of uh, the shivananda yoga farm california as well as the shivananda yoga resort and training center in uh, vietnam she is also the acharya of china taiwan and uh, japan as well swami ji is the author of uh, many great books about uh, yoga including essentials of uh, yoga practice and philosophy which has been translated into chinese japanese as well as uh, vietnamese swami ji is also an ardent supporter of the integration of the vedic sciences such as uh, yoga vastu and uh, jyotisham or vedic astrology ayurveda as well as uh, vedanta so once again it was a great uh, privilege as well as a pleasure to sit down with her and listen to her opinions and views on how yoga and uh, vedic astrology go hand in hand i'm going to share my interview with her as it is uh, in this uh, episode of yoga philosophy and wisdom with ram bakalanka happy listening om namah shivaya swami ji om namah shivaya uh, you are uh, a wonderful uh, leader of the shivananda organization which is uh, doing human service to yoga community in terms of spreading uh, yogic wisdom to the audiences all over the world and uh, you have been a long time yoga practitioner and uh, very well known in your uh, field of activity so i wanted to humbly ask you a question how do you see the relationship between yoga and uh, vedic astrology as many people know you are very good at vedic uh, astrology so how do you see the connection between yoga and vedic astrology thank you for asking the question uh, i use uh, vedic astrology in my uh, counseling mm-hmm. mainly of uh, yoga students because uh, yoga students not only they come to yoga for tension and for fitness and wellness but also they have some kind of karmic uh, knots or karmic situation so uh of course yoga teaching everything can help but um i sometimes i use uh, the vedic astrology or jyotish signs to have a glimpse of uh, their uh, karma because uh, jyotish is the signs of karma mm-hmm. and um it takes a long time to mm-hmm. to study jyotish the same like it takes a long time to study real yoga and vedanta Uh so the way how I do is I 
I try to figure out their strength and weakness, because mm. it's clear in, in the astrological chart, the impressions when you come in this life, mm. you know, how it will play out. Mm-hmm. So the, the karma, there's a 12 area of karma um, in the chart. So then you can see the placement of the planets and you can see more or less the strength and the weakness and the difficulty. And then you see also the how yoga will help. Mm. Yoga techniques, the four path of yoga, mm. and all the different uh, techniques and all the different uh, possible approach and um, guidance in attitude, guidance in thinking. So then you have to know this also mm. uh, clearly, and then you match the two. That's all I do. Mm. I match the two. I mean, I match the the classical teaching of yoga and Vedanta, and I match with the possible problem in the chan. Mm. And then, uh, and uh, and I advise people what to do. Mm. Basically, I use Jyotish in order to tell people more precisely what kind of yoga path mm. that they should follow. Mm. And um, Usually it takes it takes um, it doesn't take me much time mm. because um, the tendency of person is quite clear mm. in a chart mm. and um, the yoga path is also very clear. Mm. So if you have a emotional problem, mm. then um, or clear, then mm. you need to practice bhakti yoga. Mm. If you have um, called selfishness kind of problem. Mm. <laughs> and you need to practice more uh, karma yoga attitude. Mm. If you have some weakness in understanding of who you are, mm. you have a weak sun, a weak sense of self, then you do have to practice uh, jnana yoga, mm. self-inquiry. Mm. And uh, if you have um, you know, the mind, emotions, very uh, scattered and very imbalanced, mm. And you have to practice Raja Yoga, mm. Atta Yoga, mm. um, Pranayama, Asanas, and all these things more seriously. So that's what I do. Is mm. it clear like this? Yeah, yeah. 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 Thank you, Swamiji, for sharing uh, your uh, years of experience as well as wisdom. How somebody's chart can give indications of which uh, approach of yoga is going to suit their personality, their inner personality. Yeah. and uh, help them progress uh, spiritually. But that also leads us to another question. In uh, modern times, yoga has become more about uh, postures, you know, body, and uh, some people maybe add pranayama, and we see very few people even adding uh, maybe chanting and mantras, etc. There are many, many thoughts around this. Some people call it decolonization or de-Indianization of yoga by removing uh, spiritual components out of yoga and so on. So it, it looks like a whole confused world uh, out there. So how do you see yoga including other Vedic sciences such as uh, Ayurveda and uh, astrology? I think the, com- the confusion comes from the lack of complete view mm of the world mm. and of the human being. That means uh, in Vedanta we talk about uh, the three bodies and the five sheath. Mm. That means um, the physical component is one, but then you have the astral mm. 
the the prana, the mm. mind, the emotions, the subconscious mind, the intellect, the ego, all this, and then you have the um, the imprints, the deeper imprints, the karmic imprints, and so all the different uh, layers of the human uh, personality. The Vedic science is uh, touching this whole aspect, mm. but if not, if you if you take the Western perspective, mm. and the physical and the material is a is a prime, mm. uh, you know, uh, level, mm. and then you add on a few psychology here, psychology there, but it's not complete. Mm. So I believe the the yoga. Um, Schools or yoga teaching mm. need to teach mm. these um, three bodies, five sheaths, mm. which is the Vedantic teaching basically. Mm. Uh, because um, uh, just uh, Raja Yoga or Patanjali doesn't cover that. Mm. Yeah, and the, the most of the yogic school mm. uh, teach as um, I don't say most, but many of the yogic school teach yoga as a physical approach. Mm. And then, if not a little bit of Patanjali Yoga, mm. the eight limbs. Mm. But the eight limbs is not complete. Mm. See? So Swami Sivananda teach the synthesis of yoga, mm. the four classical paths of yoga. Mm. So Swami Vishnu Devanji say, Hatha Yoga and Raja Yoga are one. Yeah. And then he also teach the four paths of yoga, the synthesis of yoga. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Shivananda organization teach the, the, the practical five points yoga mm. lifestyle, mm. including Ayurveda, mm. and the four paths of yoga mm. as one, mm-hmm. as one, as one approach. And uh, this, um, um, this approach helped me to approach the Vedic sciences. Mm-hmm. Yeah more integrally, because the Vedic science includes Yoga, Vedanta, Tantra, Jyotish, Ayurveda, Vastu. The whole thing Mm -hmm. represents a different angle to look at what's happening. Mm -hmm. And then you have to have a broad kind of uh, uh, point of view uh, to really understand mm. the, um, uh, I would say, to really understand the will of God, mm. you know, because just one angle, physical or psychological, is not enough, mm. because uh, there is also the, you know, the environment. Uh, we say vastu, the environment is also needed. Mm. The science of time mm. is uh, jyotish. Yeah. yeah, the timing of uh, of an event and the timing of uh, something and how things change so quick. Mm. And then the, the science of space, the science of mind. The whole Vedic science is uh, needed. Mm. That's what I think. Mm. But it's a very difficult because it uh, ends up that we all have a one little knowledge, one <laughs> one part of the, the, the sciences, of the Vedic knowledge, 
and then they become compartmentalized mm. as well. Mm. You see, yeah, like uh, Ayurvedic specialists will not study Jyotish mm. or Vedanta, or Vedantin will not study, you know, Ayurveda or Jyotish like this. So we <laughs> become compartmentalized. Mm. But the the Vedic knowledge as itself, the whole yeah. uh, knowledge, is meant to be the knowledge that lead us quickly mm. uh, to the path of realization. Mm. If we if we can master them quickly, mm. so that's what I think. Mm. And um, I believe that the world is getting better. Mm. Ayurveda is more known. Yeah. Jyotish now start to be more known. Yeah. And uh, so your question comes uh, appropriately on time. Mm. How we can integrate the sciences? Yes. And uh, Swamiji, um, of course, you enter into this path of yoga and Vedanta at a very, very young age. And um, those of you who know you know that you are uh, very good at Vedic astrology, not only Vedic astrology, but also Chinese and uh, Vietnamese astrology. So how did your own journey with astrology uh, begin? Mm, it's a good question. Mm. I mean, which one you learned <laughs> I, first? I, I learned or? first. Yeah. In in when I was young in Vietnam, mm. and the Vietnamese uh, astrology. Ah, okay. Which is a combination mm. of the Hindu astrology mm-hmm. and the Chinese astrology. Oh, okay. Mm. So at that time, I learned that, and then after I f- I forget about this, mm. and then um, when I started yoga, then. Um, then I encounter a lot of students, mm. and students start to share and start to talk, and I realized very soon that just this, uh, uh, you know, the practice mm. that is extraordinary—the practice of asana, pranayama, meditation, and uh, positive thinking—all this um, are extraordinary. Except people need um, something more; they need guidance. Mm. To be more precise, yeah, and um, so that's how I start counseling people, mm. and uh, then I get uh, curious about their karma mm. because sometimes you you can study somebody's mind yeah. for a long time and you just don't understand <laughs> why they behave that way. Yeah, and it's really some people, you know, I study for years and I don't understand them. So then um, I need to understand them because I have to work with them, mm. I have to guide them. Mm. So then uh, that's how I started mm. to study Vedic astrology. Mm. So, and some cases are so complicated. <laughs> so it's like you have to, like you say, crack the nut, you know. <laughs> and then when Jyotish came in my life and I use it, it's like eyes opening. You know, there's so many different multitudes of mm. uh, possible mindsets mm. that you normal psychology cannot touch. Mm. Far from touching, mm. really, because um, you know what we think that it's a how do you say idiosyncrasies mm. of people mm. is all written. Yeah, yeah, it's manifested this way or manifested that way. Yeah, yeah, so. Once you understand that, you accept it better. Yeah. Otherwise, you say idiosyncrasies. 
Why you behave like this? Why you like this? Why you do this? And so on. So that is a waste a lot of our time. Mm. So the Jyotish signs help to accept people, mm. accept their their mindset, accept the manifestation of God yeah. through their mind, mm. and and love them for that. Yeah. So that uh, give me a lot of peace of mind. Mm. <laughs> I think that's a wonderful message, uh, Swamiji, how Jyotish can help us. Om, we have been listening to the wonderful words of wisdom from Swami Sita Ramanandachi about the inseparable connection between yoga and uh, Jyotisham or Vedic uh, astrology. Let us wrap up uh, part one of the interview here and we will continue with the remaining part of the interview in the next episode of Yoga Philosophy and Wisdom with Ram Vakalanka. Om Sahana Bhavatu Sahanau Bhunaktu Sahaviryam Karavavahai Tejasvinavadhitamastumavidvishavahai Om Shanti 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 Shanti